Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're basically like a VIP member and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get Or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um first dibs on signing up for a live show. You get episodes with no commercials. You get our video because our video is no longer available on YouTube. It is only on Patreon and the most important to me is you get videos of our live shows, but also bonus episodes each month. But if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more. Because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law explain. I might read a book. <laughs> this is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. This is your Tuesday show where we're just going to go super quick through some news and what's happening. And you get your full, full episode. On Thursday. Yes. And first, before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Better Help because, you know, it's a new year, possibly a new you. Um, and why not start off the year or continue with some therapy? And if you're just tired of driving to your therapist, try something online, Caroline. Oh my gosh. What you can do if you're, if you're, Starting to think about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try online. Totally convenient and flexible. It can be suited to your schedule. You just have to fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge. Um, and all you have to do is go to betterhelp.com slash bloody. And you get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash bloody. Yes. Hmm. I feel good now. I feel good about everything that just happened today now that we got to talk about better help. Good, 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 good. <clears throat> All right. So tell us about some quickies. Okay. Well, uh, oh, homeboy Alec Baldwin is back in the news. 
I'm so sick of the bat. I, I was well with the with that shooting the gun, at the the gun, the gun. Okay. Yes, and I'm going to give you a quick timeline because I I'm not into it and I'm over it because just, like just somebody shot the gun, somebody put the bullet in there. Just figure it out. And why is this so difficult? Why can't they figure? He's it getting out? like prosecuted the not then he is and now he is again so october 2021 helena hutchins was fatally shot on that day this was with the they thought it was a fake gun and they thought there wasn't a bullet and whatever uh january 2023 alec baldwin is charged april 2023 alec baldwin's charges are dropped july 2023 charges are filed against Hannah Gutierrez, who prosecutors announced that they had sent the gun to the state's independent expert to see if it was determined that the gun did not malfunction um, to see if they need to proceed with charges against Alec, which I'm like, you already did that, and then you didn't do it, and then they added that they would make a decision in the next, like, so many days. Fast forward to October 2023, bad news for Alec Baldwin. They say that they believe that they have the appropriate course of action is to take is to permit a panel of New Mexico citizens to determine whether or not he should be held criminally for this charges. So it was brought to a grand jury, and then he is now indicted for involuntary manslaughter. Alec is. Yes. Because really, he sh you're not supposed to aim the gun at the person. Right. So that's where he went wrong, right? I, I mean, and he shot it, and you... You're not supposed to shoot it? He wasn't in the movie. Why is he shooting it? Oh, he wasn't in the movie? Well, I mean, he's like the director. He's That's why I think he's being oh. held, and plus he was the one who was, like, showing them, I think, like, how to hold it and how to shoot it and or something. And shot it and, and sh killed her? Yes, that's, a, that's it. That's how it happens. Yeah, <laughs> but I so then they're like the, they're then there's it. like this armor or whatever who is the person who's in charge of the bullets, and they're like, oh well, that person was hung over and they put the wrong bullet in the gun. Why do you have real bullets on the freaking exactly, set? exactly? So that's why it's like the the person who is in charge of the bullets is charged, and then now Alec is the one who shot. It's involuntary. Same thing as I'm going and I'm. If I'm drunk driving yeah, somewhere yeah, and I'm, I agree, I didn't, I, agree. I accidentally hit some like the lady who hit the stop sign or hit it wasn't the stop sign, it was the student, but yeah, but yeah, they that that same type of thing, yeah. So that's where we are with that. I'm 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 okay with that. I'm okay but with it too. Why did it say a a panel of New Mexico citizens instead of like a jury? I think it was that was who what that was the grand jury because that's who oh, it is okay because it's just a panel of people okay okay so there's that and now a word from our sponsors there's some idaho hearings that are happening for Koberger and all that stuff but that yeah, well, I just I don't I, I'm until over it till until we hear I it all. yeah until we hear it all. Um, do you know who Shanna Vander Ark is? Have you heard of that? Oh my goodness, it's on my list to do the story. <gasps> oh, but I haven't yes. researched it. Okay, well I'll just tell you what yeah. I'm gonna just because it's been in the news this week. So, and this is in Michigan, and we're also going back to Michigan for the something else. 
in about uh, five minutes. So Shanna Vander Ark, 44 years old, she was accused of abusing her 15-year-old son, Timothy Ferguson, who, who died in July of 2022, mm -hmm. weighing 15 years old, weighed 69 pounds. Mm -mm. Um, he showed signs of malnutrition and hypothermia. Cause of death was... And this boy suffered from disabilities as well. Wow. Cause of death was, oh, a homicide, rolled a homicide. So during the trial, so the kid, boy dies in July, trials in December. So that was like a, yeah, I guess it's already been a year. Um, so she goes there, she takes this, I don't, I'm just giving you the highlights. Yeah. If you, you could still do the story because yeah. I don't know the whole thing. Um, December, she gets on the stand. They start showing pictures of the boy, mm -hmm. and then that's when she starts throwing up. Uh-huh. Okay. And everybody's like, that's fake. Yes. Yes. And as that was her response to seeing the pictures, then she took some epicac. She took before. some, <laughs> yeah. So she's found guilty of murder and child abuse. Um, she was handed a life sentence. The judge told her, I guess she was sentenced in January. So she's okay. convicted December. She was just sentenced like a couple of days ago. Uh, or last week at the time of the, this recording. And the judge said, you intentionally and systematically tortured this child. Let's call it what it, what it is. It's torture. You tortured this child. Um, apparently she was feeding him hot sauce, putting him in ice baths and depriving him of refrigerated and cabinet access. In addition to her life sentence that she was handed, um, she received 50 to 100 years for child abuse. I don't understand. Now, he was physically disabled too, right? I just know disabled. So, I, yeah, I just highlighted it. What is the purpose of the ice bath? I, what is the purpose the of, do like, you just have to have control? Cause it's just like the Frankie and Ruby Frankie and yeah. Hildebrandt and that, like, like not letting them eat food, like starving them. I guess that, that's your only way of controlling them. But then, like, I don't. Why are these people having, why do they have children? I just don't know. It's just, there's a lot of questions about everything. So it's fine. There you go. Gosh. That's Mich there's something going on in Michigan. Michigan's mm -mm. a whole different thing. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Uh, but before we could go back to Michigan, get back on the plane, we're going over to California. Okay. So hands and feet inside. Let's uh, take a trip on May 27th, 2018, 32 year old Bryn Beechker, I do not know how to. You always get the worst. No, listen, S P E J C H E R. Oh. Spedger. Her name's Bren. Okay, we're gonna say Bren. She's fatally stabbed her boyfriend Chad, uh, 108 times. <gasps> Is this the beauty queen? Like, oh no! Oh. There's just so damn many articles. I just have to pick like out of the ones that like okay. I see the most. But yes, I did see that tranny beauty queen lady do something. What'd she do? Killed her, killed her boyfriend's kid in her dorm. Like what? These people, you know what? I don't even know. Taco Bell. But this is in Thousand Oaks, California, his, in his apartment. And apparently the couple had smoked marijuana together. And then she re repeatedly stabbed him. But then she also stabbed herself. Okay. Was so more than marijuana. She, exactly. So responding officers said that they found Bryn in a pile of, in a pool of blood, holding a knife. They had to use a taser and a baton 
to disarm her in order to take her into custody. Oh, no. This is some more than yeah. smoking weed, a little bit of weed. She this was, is, yeah. She hung around Austin Harris. <laughs> she did. She did. During her trial, a medical expert testified that her behavior was a result of cannabis-induced psychosis. <gasps> what kind of medical expert did you get? Um, and according to the National Library of Medicine, a diagnosis of the disorder is given when hallucinations or delusions materialize shortly after consuming cannabis. Laced with fentanyl. I don't know. I just added that part. <laughs> just added that part. What? Yes. So her defense claimed that she was involuntarily intoxicated and that Chad, the boyfriend, had allegedly bullied and intimidated her into smoking this last bit of marijuana. So last December, she's found guilty of involuntary manslaughter, killing her boyfriend. And then she was facing a possible four-year term uh, sentence. Gosh. Okay. So it comes to sentencing, which this happened last week as well. Um, the family of Chad goes up there and they give their, you know, statements during the hearing sentencing hearing and said that you, you know your actions have torn our family apart and i'll never see chat again um so just typical grieving grieving statements but instead of prison ventura county superior court judge david warley sentenced bren to two years probation and a hundred hours of community service no saying that she had smoked the portion of marijuana and from that point forward she had no control over her actions wow so they all it, they are sticking with marijuana so they had to do a full talk screen on both of them and didn't find anything else but those shrooms they don't show up on a drug test really that's how austin Harris basically got away with it oh but he, wait was it just shrooms for him i thought he was like At surely on acid or something in the past yeah he did like acid and lsd in the past this but like girl she has like time, cut you if you probably scroll through her picture she had like cut like scratch cut marks all over her neck and face but we it, i don't know listen I think, i'm scared of you, weed gave me a anxiety yeah i smoked it a couple of times so I'm scared it'd make me stab somebody, but I, I, well, I it don't never make anybody else in the world. You, <laughs> I don't think it'd make anybody else like that. I just get in my head when <laughs> some people say that even like with like Adderall and like, like it's not an anti, it's a stimulant stimulant uh -huh. will give you anxiety. If you're not ADHD. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you start to, because you start thinking and you're, and you're yeah. yeah, it just stresses you out. Yeah. Because you do too much. So, yeah, that's that case. That, that sucks. And then get back on the plane. We're going back to Michigan for, do you remember the school shooter, Ethan Crumley? He was Oxford school shooter. And he, he's the one who his parents. I know the name. But his parents the were, they were looking for the parents and the parents go on this they like they like take off and, and there was a manhunt for the parents okay so. well four teenagers were killed in no november 2021 in a school shooting inside oxford high in oxford michigan seven other people including a teacher were wounded the four victims died due to their injuries shortly after the killings the parents of the shooter were arrested 
following this manhunt and they, cause they like initially went into hiding. Like, why are they hiding? If like, what, what's the point of like running and hiding? Um, so they ended up, and this is the first time any parents of a school shooter have been arrested and tried. And now they're currently being tried for involuntary manslaughter. But so let me tell you, um, Jennifer Crumley, the mother of 15 year old student, Ethan Crumley, um, he pled guilty and he is already convicted and he's already sentenced his life sentence. Okay. So now they're going to focus on the parents because Jennifer is so Jennifer and James are the parents. They are being tried separately. Jennifer's trial just started. At the time of the recording, it started today. As you are hearing this, it started last week. Um, so she is facing charges in connection to the school shooting. Um, they said that the prosecutor said that Jennifer Crumley was still given the opportunity to prevent the incident just hours before the shooting. Mm. And since both parents had had a meeting with the school officials, hours before it happened. The prosecutor said that Jennifer ended the meeting abruptly saying that, um, she did not want to take her son home. Uh, she did not check the backpack, which had a gun in it. Okay. So they said that there was also a social media post by Jennifer just days before the shooting saying that they were celebrating the purchase of the new, his, their son's new, um, gun. So they had just bought him a gun. They knew he had problems. The dad takes him to the range. They're shooting, like, all this Stupid. stuff. Yeah. Yes. Should have been arrested. So oh, I watched a little bit of it today. I'll tell you in a, in a second. So prosecutor said that Jennifer was aware of this disturbing behavior at the time the gun is bought um, and that they were aware of his downward spiral months before the shooting had happened. Um <clears throat> Interesting fact is that her, the mom's attorney is, what's her name? Shannon Smith. And she was also a, uh, she was the attorney for Larry Nasser, oh, the gymnastics guy. Yeah. That was just an interesting connection. Yeah. Um, also, the school did not notify Crumbly about her son's deteriorating performance or pattern of disturbing behavior. So I believe they're going to, they're also holding the school accountable for some of these things too. Mm. Um, but, uh, the husband's trial is going to be a little bit later. This is what happened in October. The Michigan Supreme court had denied the couple's appeal. Um, like basically saying like, yeah, you are going to face trial in connection to this shooting because days before the shooting, a teacher tried to contact Jennifer to notify her about internet searches on her son's phone that he was searching for ammunition, but the mother did not respond to the teacher. She later texted her. I guess there was text messages. I remember this from back when it happened that said, to her son, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn, you have to learn to not get caught. Oh. You have yeah. To be smarter. When the news of the shooting was made public after 911 calls came in, Jennifer Crumbly texted her son saying, Ethan, don't do it. What? She knew. 
that's why they're on. That's why this is going. What to, is? Did Ethan kill himself? No, he's still alive. He's still alive, and he's sentenced to. He pled guilty to twenty four charges. I don't know why I didn't know this of this school shooting. You but probably what was his reasoning for doing it was he. He's bullied? just disturbed. He just there's like he would draw things, and he. I'm sure he could have been. I'm sure he could have been. It's he looked like he'd been bullied. I mean, he just looked yeah, like a disturbed yeah. kid. You know, he just kind I can of see disheveled like a parent and being just as mad. Like um, the one I just talked about, I think in Illinois, where the kids sim- empathized with the school shooter a little bit because he was terrorized and they started terrorizing his sister right. and so they were like he got fed up well so a, i can see a mom you know yeah. semi empathizing with maybe those kids need to pay you know a little bit never right. never saying it's okay for a school shooting but if he didn't get there's not a reason behind it and he's just disturbed and you're still co-signing and sneaking and it's just they and they had you. bought him the gun but then it but then it's like why are you buying a 15-year-old a gun? Like a their own gun? Or like have it locked? I don't know. No, why are you buying a 15-year-old a gun? Uh, and he ain't a hunter. And he's not a hunter. Exactly. I don't know. Oh, it's ridiculous. But I was watching a little bit of the testimony today from one of the um, maybe assistant principal, and she actually... Um, went out into the hallway, saw a kid who was laying there who had been shot. And then Mm. she sees the killer, the shooter down the hallway, but at the time didn't know he was the shooter and was just like, Ethan, what's What are you doing? What's happening? And then she finally sees the gun. And then she's like, Oh crap. I guess. And before that she was protocol was for her to like alert, and like, I don't know if there's something, a walkie talkie that yeah. they have. And uh-huh. she should have just said lockdown, lockdown. And she didn't do that. And she didn't do the lockdown, lockdown part. Oh, she just was so like, they're going to be held liable. So I think, yeah. Uh, and it was one of the teachers testify, one of the teachers who had gotten shot. And she said she had just like, she saw him outside of the door. She turned like she was facing the door. She turns away from the door and the arm that was facing the door then is that's the one that got shot. Mm. Uh, and then later she looks and there's like three bullet holes that are in the door that were like, she's like, I would have, I would have gotten Been shot good. three times yeah. if I wouldn't have just turned slightly. And but no, but I, you, which you don't know all these, that it you, was a lockdown at all. No. Cause the principal didn't alert. As far as what I, mm-hmm. cause you know, without having a trial, you don't get all these details, yeah. but since the parents are on the trial now, you get all the details and it's, it was pretty intense so, so Ethan far. didn't have a trial. He did not have a trial. He pled guilty, but now the parents have been held there and they were going to be tried. They wanted to be together to do it together, but now they're separate because they're like, well, there's going to be more blame put on somebody. And I'm pretty sure more blame is going to be put on the dad because the dad took, took him to the gun range and the dad bought the gun and the dad is the one who went and got the ammo and did this and this. But then the mom is the one who texted and kind of knew about it, maybe, or knew he had maybe thought he could have had the gun or I don't know. So a lot of it will come out, you know, in the next couple of weeks. But that's what's happening at this moment. It's never OK for for school shooting. It's never OK for violence at all. I was just I was trying to sometimes I try to get in these people's head and try to think what would have what 
in your mind, mom would have made this logical for you, like made this okay yeah. for you. Well, I think but we there's... always try to get to where we are like, what, what and why? Same with like- Yeah, make it make sense. Child rapists and stuff like that. It's like, make it make sense, but it'll never make yeah. sense because we have functioning brains halfway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're not murderers, but we are a little, you know, crazy, but that's fine. Speaking of child rapists, that's oh, where good. we're going next week. We're I mean, going to... for Thursday's episode. Yep, where are we going? Yeah, so brace yourself now. Um, get your drink ready for Thursday's episode. Oh, wow. Do you need this? No, I actually was a little prepared today. Oh, wow. well. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah, there's our twisted part of our podcast. Ah. We will see y'all Thursday for a full episode. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the the Cover Cover Podcast. (laughs) We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For sure. (laughs) You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. So don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Summer. And this is Monsters in the Attic. So we thought we'd bring people on. It's very real, and we're fortunate to have a lot of friends who have a lot of monsters, and we can't wait to share them with you. I love that, that we're so fortunate that we have so many friends with so many monsters. Where can people find us? Facebook, Instagram, and everywhere they listen to their favorite podcast. They can find me at my therapist office. As they should. This has been a Rogue Media Network 